This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, November 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Rice gets a boost in Korea. Policy year in review for almonds. Conservatives look to stop ag labor fix. Agreement boosts rice exports to Korea. U.S. Department of Agriculture announced an agreement yesterday with South Korea to provide access to more than 132,000 tons of rice worth about $110 million. This is South Korea's greatest volume ever for guaranteed rice market access. California Rice Commission considers South Korea one of its most valuable export markets. It consumes more than 100,000 metric tons of medium-grain calrose rice each year, according to Chris Crutchfield of the American Commodity Company. A policy year in review for almonds? The Almond Alliance of California released its annual advocacy report yesterday, offering a review of the 2019 legislative session along with the many federal trade activities. The 2019 legislative session was one of the most bizarre and active we have seen in recent years, writes Alliance President Elaine Trevino in the report's opening statement. On the state level, while water continues to be a priority, the report notes that pesticides, quote, are coming under additional scrutiny by legislature and the administration, and food packaging has become a critical issue for the entire retail food chain. At the federal level, the industry is seeing 60% tariffs from China along with tariffs and burdensome testing protocols from Japan. Total exports were down 33% this year. The industry did have some luck with a temporary exemption from the produce safety rule, and the alliance hopes that becomes permanent with the next rule changes. Bipartisan Ag Labor Bill, DOA, GOP lawmaker says, The House Judiciary Committee will vote today on a bipartisan bill to expand the H-2A farmworker visa program. But a leading conservative says the measure has no chance of becoming law. In addition to extending the H-2A program to year-round workers, the bill would provide legal status for existing farm workers, and that makes the measure a non-starter for many conservatives. We have been told by the Senate and the House that the bill will not move, Florida Republican Ted Yoho told AgriPulse yesterday. Yoho is introducing a competing bill in December. Now keep in mind, Yoho's bill will have no chance of winning Democratic support. It would expand the H-2A without legalizing existing workers. The bottom line, it's hardly a surprise to anyone who follows the issue, but farm worker reform is likely stuck in the same partisan mire it has been for years. Japan's lower house okays U.S. trade pact. The lower house of Japan's parliament yesterday approved the partial U.S. trade deal that would slash tariffs and set up new quotas for U.S. farm goods that according to a report from Reuters out of Tokyo. Passage by the lower house sends the pact to the upper house of Japan for consideration. U.S. officials are hopeful a quick, full ratification will allow the trade deal to go into effect in January. Japan agreed under the deal to cut or eliminate tariffs on $7.2 billion worth of U.S. ag commodities and install new quotas to further boost imports of U.S. farm goods. About 90% of the $14 billion worth of U.S. ag exports to Japan would get tariff cuts or elimination under the pact, 
which restores much of the benefits that U.S. ag would have gotten if the U.S. had not pulled out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Japan agreed to lower tariffs on wine, cheese, oranges, and others, while eliminating import taxes on U.S. almonds, blueberries, walnuts, and broccoli, according to U.S. government sources. Some producers are taking payday loans. The farm credit system is seeing an increase in desperate producers who are leaving conventional lenders and taking out high-interest loans to stay in business. Farm Credit Administration Chairman Glenn Smith told a House Ag Subcommittee yesterday these operations are looking to alternative sources because they have no choice. It's deeply concerning. Smith said he would describe those other alternatives as payday lenders because some of the interest rates have been charged over half of prevailing rates. He's concerned the security interest those alternative lenders are taking may affect lending by farm credit institutions and conventional banks. House Dems, AFL-CIO, and sync on USMCA. Big Labor and the House Democratic leadership are staying lockstep on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal told AgriPulse yesterday he's united with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka in demanding that the Trump administration agree to strong labor enforcement measures to ensure that Mexico follows through with reforms. Neal said, enforcement, enforcement, enforcement. Trump met with the Democrats yesterday. Neil and Pelosi later put out a joint statement affirming their agreement to hang tough on the issue. We can reach an agreement on USMCA when the trade representative makes the new NAFTA agreement enforceable for American workers. The White House view? Well, President Trump yesterday hurled insults at Pelosi and accused Democrats of focusing too much on impeachment proceedings. We have to get USMCA signed, President Trump told reporters during a cabinet meeting. Nancy Pelosi can't get it off her desk, just can't do it. The Democrats want to have it. The unions want it. The farmers want it. The manufacturers want it. I think the woman is grossly incompetent. What about farmers? Well, Representative Jimmy Gomez of California stressed to reporters that it's not a lack of having USMCA that's hurting ag producers, but rather the ongoing trade war with China, and no economist might disagree with that. Gomez said he and other House Democrats are still working to get an agreement to ratify USMCA. Here's today's He Said It. We produce a very healthy, affordable product, and our electeds and our policymakers need to hear that story again and again. That Bill Lyons, agriculture liaison to Governor Newsom, in a new video by the Almond Alliance. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, November 20th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.